folks, welcome to episode 90 of the Ubuntu Security Podcast. I'm Alex Murray. So this week we're going to do the usual roundup of security fixes from the past week and we're going to be talking about updates for uh, the X server, uh, Linux kernel and GNU TLS amongst other things. Plus we're going to have a, a preview of the upcoming AppArmor 3 release. So this is something that uh, John Johansson on our team in particular has been working on as the upstream AppArmor uh, maintainer. Uh, for quite a long time it's been uh, in development and yeah it's going to be coming soon to ubuntu 2010 the uh, current development release of ubuntu with any luck so we're going to have a bit of a chat about that a bit later on but first let's get into the week of security updates so this week there were 20 unique cves that were addressed by the team first up we had an update for libx11 uh, this is the library that's used by you know a lot of clients that want to interact with the x server so basically if you want to draw anything on uh, your screen in linux you are likely using libx11 somewhere in the stack uh, there were two different cves that were fixed for this and they go all the way back to uh, ubuntu 1204 extended security maintenance uh, so in this case uh, both of these were uh, what well, i guess described as possible privilege escalation attacks um, and both of them were actually around uh, our usual you know memory corruption vulnerabilities so both of them integer overflows either leading to a double free or a heap buffer overflow but either way your attacker uh, a local attacker in this case uh, can corrupt memory and therefore potentially get code execution and uh you know, in general, your client is, you know, say you're running a desktop application like Firefox, or whatever, you're running it as your user. So you can't really escalate to anyone else. But uh, if you are running something as root or if you're running a graphical application that is set UID root, uh, it will obviously run with root privileges. And so then if you can, you know, get it to do, you know, ex code execution, then you've got root code execution there. And that's why we often advise that you don't just say go sudo uh, gedit, you know, some file on your desktop or whatever it is that you want to edit or anything like that. Um, you know, you don't want to be running graphical applications as root because basically a graphical application has such a large uh, software stack sitting underneath it that, you know, a vulnerability in any part of that uh, could lead to potential root code execution. So yeah, uh, try not to run uh, graphical applications as root, but yeah, we've fixed those uh, nonetheless. Uh, in a related uh, update, we had updates for the X server itself as well. Uh, four different CVEs that were for uh, Ubuntu releases 16.04, 18.04 and 20.04 long-term support. Uh, all of these were various memory corruption vulnerabilities, and they're all discovered actually by Jan Niklasson, uh, the same researcher for all of them. And again, these ones are actually a more likely privilege escalation though, but on older Ubuntu releases because the X server itself runs as root. So uh, in later releases where we have uh, things like uh, kernel mode setting drivers and that kind of stuff, you know, uh, X doesn't have to run as uh, the root user anymore. It can run as a standard user. Uh, so that means that, you know, you, there's no privilege escalation there, but on releases like Ubuntu 16.04 long-term support and earlier, so that's uh, Xenial Xerus, uh, X is running as root. And so, you know, any uh, vulnerability that you can get in the X server will get you root privilege uh, escalation if you can get code execution. But yeah, they have been fixed for the X server as well. We had an update as well for AppPort. So I talked about this back in episode 85. Uh, this is a corresponding update for our uh, 1404 extended security maintenance customers. Uh, there was an update too for Firefox. Uh, so last week uh, we had the update for Firefox 80.0, the latest upstream release. Uh, there has needed to be like a paper bag release for that by upstream 80.0.1 to correct a number of different uh, regressions that were in that. They included things like uh, possible GPU resets, uh, causing crashes, uh, WebGL rendering issues, performance issues when processing uh, uh, CA certificates, that kind of thing. So yeah, they've all been fixed with that uh, Firefox update. 
We then had an update as well for the Linux kernel. So thanks for the kernel team who uh, spent most of the weekend actually cranking this one out. So late last week, a uh, vulnerability was made public that uh, within the AF packet uh, socket driver essentially for the kernel, it didn't perform bounce checking in various places. So you could get possible uh, you know, buffer uh, overflows and therefore code execution. Uh, AF packet is a, a more privileged socket type. So you're probably more familiar with things like AF INET or AF UNIX. So AF INET is uh, like the IPv4 socket type or AF UNIX is obviously local UNIX sockets. Uh, whereas AF packet allows you to do kind of low level um, socket. Uh, you can, or you can create a low level socket where you can then do things like um, you know, send a raw uh, packet yourself where you're crafting all of um, things like the ethernet and the IP headers and all of that yourself. So the layer two and layer three headers. Um, but to do that, you need either capnet raw um, or root privileges. Now, the problem is that uh, with the introduction of uh, unprivileged user namespaces, uh, an unprivileged user can create their own user namespace where they are root inside that. Then they can, you know, they have root permissions. So they can create an AF packet socket within that and they could potentially exploit this vulnerability locally. Uh, so, yeah, this one, uh, you can mitigate it by disabling unprivileged user namespaces or at least that mechanism for using it as an unprivileged user. Uh, but obviously, if you do have things running that are CapNet Raw and are using uh, AF packet sockets, uh, you you know you may want to uh, you know make sure you've got this kernel update installed. But yeah, I just want to say uh, thanks again, in particular to our kernel team uh, for working uh, you know quite quickly on this one to get that out uh, and protecting everyone for that. Uh, so yeah, that did apply as well to Ubuntu releases all the way back to 14.04 extended security maintenance uh, plus the current long-term support releases. So that's 16.04, uh, 18.04, and 20.04 long-term support. And finally, we had an update for GNU TLS. In this case, uh, this was for just Ubuntu 20.04 long-term support, so the most recent uh, supported version of that. Uh, in this case, a malicious server could trigger a null pointer dereference in the client uh, during TLS 1.3 negotiation. So if you are connecting to a server that's using TLS 1.3, it could potentially you know, cause a denial of service against you via this bug. But that was also fixed as well. And so that takes us to the end of this week in security updates. So as I mentioned at the start, I wanted to have a bit of a, a quick chat, I guess, about um, a recent feature that the security team has been working on. This is for the upcoming Ubuntu 20.10 Groovy Gorilla release, and that is the introduction of AppArmor 3. So AppArmor 3 is something that has been in the works for quite a long time. Uh, yeah, we had our own uh, Seth Arnold give a talk at DebConf, I think two years ago about you know features in AppArmor 3 that at that point seemed uh, you know to be coming out soon. Uh, but it has taken a while, but we are getting very close. Uh, in particular, I should say John Johansson from our team has been putting in a lot of work into this as the uh, upstream app armor maintainer. And uh, yeah, it is shaping up to be a fantastic release, really introducing a lot of new features. And so uh, this is the kind of thing that obviously we want to be able to support in Ubuntu. We want to be able to uh, you know, be shipping both the latest stuff, but providing the latest security features as well as a result. And so what app armor 3 provides uh, is a bunch of, uh, I guess, enhanced security features, things like uh, the ability to uh, have uh, profiles, uh, have attachments for uh, X, at X attribute types. Uh, there's also support for the latest um, capability types in the kernel. So that's perfmon and BPF. So you can uh, restrict, oh, sorry, you can allow those through AppArmor profiles now. Uh, there's also been some rewrites of a bunch of different tools within AppArmor. So uh, into either C or into Python to make their packaging and use easier. Uh, there's also support for improved uh, LSM stacking support. 
and new profile modes. So uh, at the moment, you know, there's a profile mode like complain where it will say, you know, when you define an AppArmor profile for an application when that runs, if it, uh, you know, violates any of that profile, it will produce a, an audit log message, but you won't actually, you know, it'll allow the access. Uh, there's new modes like kill and unconfined. And so in the mode of kill, that's a bit like um, the seccomp kill uh, rule, where if the application you know, essentially causes any kind of um, access that wouldn't be allowed via the AppArmor profile, it will be automatically killed. So that's quite useful, obviously, to try and say stop uh, you know, what might be a potential attack in progress. And there's also the new unconfined mode as well, which is kind of like having no pro profile for an application where it runs without any confinement, but it does allow you uh, to kind of essentially label that as well and have its own separate you know, unconfined instance. Uh, but the biggest feature really for AppArmor 3 is the concept of feature ABIs. And so in the past, uh, AppArmor user space would support a certain number of features and then the kernel may support a different number of kind of features that you can confine. And the problem then is if you upgrade your kernel, uh, the kernel parts of AppArmor might say, uh, know about a new, let's say a new uh, socket type and the user space profile doesn't. And that then means that, you know, if your application goes to use that, then that access is gonna be denied because the profile didn't specify it. However, in uh, this new pro uh, feature ABI, the idea is the ABI lists what features the uh, profile kind of knew about when it was created. And so if it didn't know about that, uh, then it wasn't expected to be confined or not. And so then it could still potentially use that when you go and upgrade your kernel. And so this, uh, you know, really allows, I guess, a lot more seamless transition and seamless upgrades for kernels and things like that without fear of breaking your policies or breaking your applications as a result. Uh, so yeah, that's the, I guess, the real big feature there. And so what we've done for uh, Ubuntu 2010, we've then specified that the default ABI would be based on the 5.4 kernel, which uh, is the one that's used at the moment in Ubuntu 2004. Uh, but that then means you can you know, develop your profiles in uh, 2004 and they would still then work in 2010 as well. Uh, yeah, so that is uh, shaping up to be, as I say, a really great release. We do hope to have that in uh, the proposed pocket for Ubuntu uh, to land next week for 2010 and then uh, through the feature freeze exception process. Uh, we hope to get that into main uh, proper uh, within another week or two with any luck. So look out for that if you are running Ubuntu 2010. Obviously, if you run into any issues, don't be afraid to let us know. Okay, so that takes us to the end of this week's episode. As usual, if you want to get in contact with the team, you can reach us at security@ubuntu.com. We are also in the Ubuntu Harden channel on freenode.irc.freenode.net. We also have the Ubuntu Hardened mailing list. If you like our email or if you want more web 2.0 style stuff, you can find the security section of discourse.ubuntu.com. And finally, we are on Twitter as well at Ubuntu underscore sec. So come and chat to us there too, if you prefer. All right, so thanks everyone for listening again for another week. Remember, until next week, keep calm because we've got you back and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.